right. Thanks, Jerry. Okay, first of all, I just want to say it's always, uh, when you're selected to do this, to me, it's really an honor. So I, I'm, I'm really honored to have an opportunity to visit with you guys for a few minutes this morning. So three things today. You're awake, repent, and service. That's what we're going to talk about today. So first of all, you're awake. Matthew 24, 36 says, But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. Matthew 24, 42 says, Therefore be on alert, for you do not know which day your Lord is coming. Mark 13, 32 says, But concerning that day or that hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. And finally, uh, 2 Peter, verse, uh, excuse me, chapter 3, verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved, and the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed. So the question for you guys this morning is, are you living your life right now with the end in mind? If we keep our end in mind, then we can begin to reflect on what's most important. So consider asking yourself these questions. What will I accomplish in my short time on earth? Will I be a person who changed the world? Will I be a person who gave more than I took? Take some time to sit quietly and meditate about your last breath. Think about the Bible verses that I just talked about. We do not know when our last day here on earth will be. It could be Judgment Day, it could be we get hit by a bus or have a heart attack. We don't know. So now we're sitting at your wake. What are people saying about you? Think about what you do, what you want your wife to say about you. What do you want your kids to say about you? How about the people you work with? Or how about people you just met? Take time and thought and prayer and then write down what you want others to say about you and then make that your goal. Now start living your life with your goal in mind. Number two, repent. What does the word repent mean? The word repent means to turn, and in the context of the church, it means to turn away from sin and turn towards God. We have an amazing opportunity with the sacrament of reconciliation. As Catholics, we get criticized by non-Catholics that say, oh, you guys just go to confession and then you just can keep on sinning. Brothers, we need to share with them that that's not how the sacrament works. To make a, a good confession, to truly get the grace that we're promised through the sacrament, we must confess, we must truly be sorry, and we need to work hard to not sin again. We need to make a resolution that we're done with sin. If we're truly going to be disciples of Christ, if we're truly going to be men, we have to stop running away from sin in our lives. We need to take advantage of the sacrament of reconciliation. And as men, we need to be accountable for our sins and for our actions. If we don't go to confession, it's typically because of our pride. We talked about pride last week, which is really the core of all sin. So it's time to humble yourself, swallow your pride, so you can be healed. I want to share a personal story. A um, year and a half ago, um, I hadn't gone in a while. And I had something I was really, really struggling with. And Greg Sondag, who's unfortunately not here today, but he's my partner in religious ed, I was sharing it with him, and he encouraged me to go. I said, yeah, yeah, I need to go, I need to go. Next week, hey, did you go to confession? Uh, I didn't, didn't go. For the next three weeks, 
that was the first thing he asked me when he saw me. I finally went. And brothers, I'll tell you, to get that off my conscience, to be absolved, and to know that I was right with God was, was just peace. It was very peaceful. So when was the last time you guys went? The church requires that we go at least once a year. If you haven't gone in a while, put your big boy pants on and get it done. The relief and peace that you will feel knowing that you are forgiven and that you are right with God is amazing. Um, we have the Catholic Man Night here in the Diocese of Joliet. We hosted it here uh, last year. I think we're going to host it again in uh, August. August. That's an opportunity for um, to go to confession. And when you see those men lined up by all those priests, it's it's really it's really amazing. Okay, the last one, service. Mark chapter 10, verse 45. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as ransom for many. Philippians chapter 2, verse 4. Let each of you look not only to hit your own interest, but also to the interest of others. And my favorite, Matthew 25. And the king will answer them. And then I say to you, whatever you do for the least of these brothers of mine, you do for me. To be a servant means to always be on duty. Always thinking about how to build up the church and bring glory to God through the caring of others. A life of service means that you are not only concerned about yourself, but are concerned about giving your life away for others, putting the needs of others ahead of yourself. Jesus shared a powerful lesson about service with his disciples on his last night uh, before his crucifixion by washing their feet. I'm sure you guys know that in those days, servants washed your guests' feet, not the servant. And Jesus did an amazing thing. It was an amazing message when he took time to wash the apostles' feet. When I teach religious ed, I always talk to the kids about your first opportunity to serve in the church is to become an altar server. And what a great way to give back uh, by serving at Mass. So how often do we look for ways to serve? How long or how often do we look for ways to serve others? The truth is all Christ followers, we, we are called to a life of service. But this call runs counter to our culture that celebrates self-fulfillment, self-expression, and self-achievement above everything else. Every night before you go to bed, you should ask yourself two questions. Did I commit to at least one unselfish act today? And did I commit to at least one act of service? So my challenge to each one of you today is to commit to some type of service on a regular basis. I know many of you do, but for those that don't, right here in the parish, there's amazing opportunities for you to give back. Because of my role at Catholic Charities, I tend to lean more towards service of the poor. And here at this parish, you can get involved in ministries like serving at Hesed House, our St. Vincent de Paul ministry, our transitional housing ministry, and of course, our monthly meal prep at Daybreak Shelter. However, if you go to the parish website, there's tons of ways to get involved in this parish, tons and tons of opportunities. So whatever is near and dear to your heart, get involved. So I'm gonna ask, let's break up into small groups, four or five, and I've got a couple of reflection questions for you.